Uh, hey, everybody, how you doing? It's uh, Sunday. Let's see what the date is here. So my, hopefully my ringer's off. Sunday, wow, 31st is the last day of January. You'll probably be hearing this around the uh, second week of February, I think. Uh, so hello from the past. You know, I'm straight out of, uh, I'm straight out of 01, uh, 3116. You know, I'm like a time capsule. Uh, but it's good to see you. I've been, we're going to do a trending Twitter Tuesday here. So I'm going to try to get a, a tweet bot going. All right, so here we are. I got it going. I'm going to take the, uh, I'm taking a picture. I took the top trends in Canada, actually, uh, to celebrate all the lovely Canadian listeners that are listening. And just so I'm totally confused by a few things. So that'll be great. Uh, so, yeah, let me let me switch over to the picture app here. Uh, but I was thinking, you know, since there's some new people here, and because uh, Lori S. wrote this nice article about animals and audio in the podcast, it was all tied together. My lovely dog, Koa, it's K-O-A, Koa, uh, she was in it. Um, I, I don't think this is related, but I want to kind of fill you in about my dog and uh, some new developments, uh, or, well, stra- I guess strange developments. So Koa comes, you know, she's the subject of the podcast every once in a while. I mean, because she's my best friend, let's be honest. You go, well, I guess I'm going to sound weird. See, I thought Scoot was weird, but yeah, then he started talking about him and his dog. He got, yeah, I said, well, he said, well, it says weird. It can weird and pity have a crossover. Important things if you're new to the podcast to know about Koa. One, great dog. She, she's great. But two... Uh, and if you know, say don't if if any of this is bothering you because you're a veterinarian or an expert, you know it's fiction. Okay, just in case it bothers you. Uh, but the next thing you should know about Koa, and this is strange for a duck, she loves broccoli. Now I don't overfeed her broccoli, but she loves broccoli. Like some dogs would love some sort of meat-based thing, and I'm sure Koa would go for meat, but she she just loves broccoli. And even, you know, she, she, she loves it. It's that simple. Uh, no need to over-explain it, even in a lulling, soothing way. And then the next thing you should know is that me and Koa have this hobby. And a lot of people think it's like a code or they find it confusing. And I can understand where the confusion lies because you might you might be more degrees of sane than I am. Or, you know, you have pastimes and, you know, whatever, but me and Koa have a hobby. And maybe some of you are writing this down. Okay, man has his hobbies with his dog. Question, and then you're pulling out your DSVM4, your DSVM5. Uh, four, by the way, that's the good one. Um, But, but, but uh, you see, me and Koa have a hobby. And I'll try to put it to you. I'm trying to figure out how to explain it with it, but it, but I guess it's hard to explain. It's like we listen to Knox, K O N C K S. Now I have a second tertiary, you know, knock related hobby. Co is not involved in that one, except that she looks at me shamefully. But our, our which I'll get to, and that's not a code either. Um, but so we listen to Knox. Now, 
You say, okay, like, fill me in more. Okay. You know, they say there's an, I think it was P.T. Barnum. Oh, no, it was Danny Barnum, the one that did, wasn't famous. Uh, Danny Barnum, unfortunately, once said, there's a pastime for everyone. Uh, and I think he was big on this, this niche idea. And me and Co just happen to have a niche pastime. We listen to knocks. Now, just we don't wait for someone to knock at the door because if someone's knocking at my door, you know, one, I'm going to have to go through some sort of anxiety to should I answer what do they want? Co, did, did you bark or did you wag your tail? Uh, but no, we listen and other people around the world, a few, or well, maybe, you know, other people, I you know, other people around the world. Listen, they're recorded knocks. Uh, so they're recordings of knocks on location. And I said, as I've talked about, there is a synthetic, you know, you, you can listen to studio knocks. Uh, or, you know, even, uh, I forget, because I'm not big into them. It changes to kind of like fake knocks, like uh, electronically designed knocks that aren't real. Uh, that aren't the result of a hand knocking on a door. Now, studio knocks are uh, the good ones. Uh, and I think the biggest studio uh, is is actually in Quebec, and it's called uh, La Voix TV. Uh, and I think it's like L-A-V-O-X-I-X-T-V-A. And I, I don't know if they're a post-production studio or what, Um that's where you know those are the most expensive knocks, and, and you could like like any craft. And I don't know like if they're doing it like for sound effects for movies, but they also say, well, here's a secondary income stream selling it to this guy. And I'd say, and you might say, well, Scooter's getting played as a fool. No, 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 no. If you if you're a knock enthusiast and you listen to these knocks and you you know uh, that they're taking the time you know, to buy the doors, have different people with different hand densities, different knock styles. Uh, they have the great, you know, whatever the things they walk in to make movie walking sounds, uh, uh, Foley, Foley effects. Uh, so those are good knocks. Now, of course, I prefer on-location knocks, preferably from, from somewhere I haven't been or I've been, you know, somewhere exotic, somewhere moody, you know, so we can create an atmosphere. And so can, it can kind of trigger, you know, we say, okay. You know, as I said, the best knocks, my best knock experiences have been, and now this doesn't even exist anymore. That's what makes it even more powerful is Eastern European knocks, uh, which goes into my next hobby. But uh, so, so, so hang a lantern on Eastern European knocks and Eastern European knocks too. Uh, Brezhnev's something, I, I don't have, that's a working title. Uh, but, but you know, so the idea that these are these Cold War knacks behind the Berlin Wall, uh, recorded in the fall and the winter, uh, is just something for me magical about listening to them. And they were well done. And you still might be confused, you know, obviously, if, if you, if, okay, everybody was, even if you've listened and you tried to comprehend it before, you still may be confused.
Um, but yeah, me and my, so this will be a Saturday night. Here's, here's the usual Saturday night for scoots, you know, cover your ears if you have any, uh, delusions about my lifestyle, but I may, maybe eat at some point, record a show, uh, either before I record or after watch part of, uh, metastasis or breaking bad or an entire episode. And then I take the old podcaster's cap off, which we headphones in this case. And I say, okay, it's time to, to you know, take, put the pen away, put the pot, you know, it's time to unwind. I got to take care of myself so I can keep doing this show, right? You know, it's time for a little scoots time for scoots, you know, as they say. So that's when I say, hey, Co, how you, what are you doing? She looks at me and I cue up some knocks. Now I've having a little trouble, uh, Deciding on my current way of getting the knocks broadcast, uh, but it's just a matter of personal preference and stuff. Like Bluetooth, uh, I've been trying to figure out, like using this older thing with a Bluetooth thing that I have adapter. But unfortunately, the remote control uh, doesn't switch for some reason. I don't know who invented this old thing that I use, but the remote control won't move the settings to the. Uh, the line in. So it just involves one extra step, but it's some, some reason that irritates me. But it's not a bad way to go into next. So then I say, okay, cool, I'm going to fire up some knocks. Now, you might say if you're, a, if you're an anthropologist type person or a, uh, you know, a curious person, I mean, there's many roads to go down about this hobby, but one might be uh, about the uh, nature, well, the nature of knocks. Maybe that'll be my Get somebody, anybody from Gingerbread Press working, write that down and, and trademark that title. Uh, the Nature of Knox, a treaty. How do you say it? Treat, treat, it looks like treaty, but it's treat, you know, it's got an S in there. A treaty on something about Knox, you know, the nature of Knox. Uh, but you, what's interesting is when we talk about piracy and digital distribution, and the people might say, well, there's no good sides to torrents and downloads and, you know, ones and zeros. And I can see that this caused a lot of disruption in the, in the entertainment business. Uh, but as someone from that was buying black market knocks for the past long time, uh, it's unlocked an ease to this hobby. And it's actually now been able to make, I mean, for... For real lovers and knocks, we want it to be sustainable. So it's obviously, I want to say, if you're going to be recording knocks in, say, the beaches of Rio de Janeiro uh, or, or something, you know, I want to make sure you get you can do that, you know, at a fair price. So now it's so easy. Now, and, of course, there was a, it wasn't really a crash because it was very hard to get paid anyway. And a lot of it was like t- trading tapes. You'd say, well, she's... Uh, I mean, would you believe it? When I first got into it, it was so hard because I just lived in Syracuse, New York. And it was just hard to get a hold of people and then be like, you know, okay, you have uh, Boston waterfront knocks. How about some uh, Syracuse snowfall knocks? I even tried to market it like that. And I said, they said, you got anything else? Like any, like anything from Buffalo or Poughkeepsie or anything. Uh, they, they said, we'll take some, like, New Rochelle knocks. And I said, well, Syracuse is a great town. You know, I love this 315. 
But as far as getting knocks, it was it was a lot tougher back then because then you'd have to mail, you know, first uh, tapes and then CDs. Uh, so I just think I'd love to hear like an anthropologist take on like how digital distribution has enabled hobbies, the power of that. Uh, for me to, because these Eastern European knocks, you know, I keep them in multiple locations now, you know, uncompressed audio, of course. Uh, so it's just one thing I was you know, curious about talking about. And then again, you might say, okay, so set it up for us. You Saturday night, you queue up the knocks, and, and that's it. We listen to the knocks. Usually we'll make eye contact, but if we're not making, you know, if Koa doesn't make eye contact, that's eye contact in of its own, you know. And Koa will usually communicate through nonverbal cues, but she's been known to ver- verbalize, you know, and make a groaning or a whim- even a whimpering. And then I'll, you know, and I guess maybe this is why I tell boring stories, because every knock has a story. Okay, that's another one. And then I get into the other hobby I have briefly because uh, I'm working on, and that's not going to be under Gingerbread Press. Obviously, I'll have to come up with this, another pseudonym for that. But that's the knocks. It's not a, a code word. It's just we we sit around, we listen to knocks. And then I kind of imagine, but it's more of a me. It's tough to, to explain because it can have such joy or sadness or sorrow. I mean, would you believe the complexity of that? You could tell the difference between sadness and sorrow, uh, which I'm incapable of doing internally. So, And maybe that's an appeal of it, you know, an externalization of my emotional state, you know, being played out there. And, you know, you might re-listen to one. And if you really start to listen, you, say, you might say, okay, why, why aren't you doing it over headphones? And I said, well, that would really be sad and lonely. You know, wouldn't it if I was just sitting around on a Saturday night listening to Knox and headphones? But because I'm listening to it with Koa, you know, and then every once in a while the neighbors just say, Knock it off. And they don't even realize they're making a pun. And then me and Koa, oh my goodness, it's crazy. And that happens like, so that's like five times, you know, every, every Saturday. Uh, but so it's tough to explain and I'm not asking, I'm not trying to convert anybody. Obviously I don't want an influx of, you know, I want you to find your own way. You know, people, some people like opening an old comic and the smell of it. I like that too. And seeing the old ads and, you know, looking at all this stuff, uh, the extra stuff, the letters to the editor and all that. This is just, just like that, just different, you know, tough to appreciate. And I can hear you thinking again. You say, okay, okay, set it up for me again. Wait, so you and your dog sit around and you listen to knocks. And you say, you're really paying attention. You really got that down. Exactly, yeah. And I say, I guess you might say, well, if it's a new batch of knocks, you know, I might, uh, uh, you know, take notes. I have fantasized that, uh, you know, there would be a, like a small growth in the knock community, you know, particularly, you know, models or beautiful Trader Joe's workers. And then we would have like little knock games, little knock games. That's another good title. Um, you know, and they'd send me knocks, uh, 
or friends, you know, maybe just regular, you know, friends that aren't supermodels, you know, and they say, you know, we we just do do you know fool the fool the knock listener. I don't know what we'd call it because since I, I just in Koa can't play any of that because she's just a dog, you know. Um. Well, you know, you'd play, you'd say, huh, okay, I'm detecting some, I detected a fist slide on the, you know, the, when the knock, the fist slid, you know, I would, you know who I'd love to listen to knocks? I can't imagine listening to it with like Sherlock Holmes or uh, Hercule Poirot, or uh, somebody taught me how to pronounce it and I forgot, uh, or any of those great uh, deductive minds. Can you, I mean, that would be, holy moly, or uh, Tyrion Lannister, he'd be good at listening to Knox. Uh, Miss Marple, I've never read any Miss Marple, but I would love to say, Miss Marple, what did you think of that? And then she, you know, have her pause as the tea lifts to her lips. And, you know, she's displayed again. And I say, yes, ma'am, I, 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 it brings me, Unending joy, and, and it's kind of like with Koa, but she's not human. I watch her to see, because a dog, you know, it has a, a different sensitivity uh, to, to, you know, so I can watch her to feel what her animal level perceptions in the next are. And I'd say that uh, Marple and Pura, Pura, and, and uh, Sherlock Holmes, you know, any of the great deductive minds, they they might just sit there. I bet you they could really embarrass me. And they, they'd say, well, I detect some salt water. What do you, and they say, salt water? That's a desert night, clearly. And then I'd say, well, that's the distinctive wrapping of a young litha. And they say, it's a sailor's knack. You could hear the, uh, you could even hear the peg leg. And they say, even Koa would would say, uh, so maybe I don't want any of those, you know, know it all, but it'd still be fun, I think. And then, you know, then I could impress people later once it, you know, once I bring in the the, the, the people I have crushes on. Which I have done that too. I said, well, what do you? What else do you do for fun? They say, okay, don't tell them about the Nax. Whatever you do, don't bring up the Nax. And I say, what is it? I say, I, I could, we could kick back and uh, listen to some stuff. Oh, some music? That'd be great. And then usually it's just a mistake. She says, is that some knocking? And I say, oh, yeah, can't you hear me knocking? That's like my favorite Stone song, actually. Ironically enough, it is, I think. Um, so that's kind of, I, I think I think I got all, I think I covered all the bases there and knocking, except for the, you know, reasonable ones, which is, you know, but, but it's tough to, tough to explain, you know, why do you like, uh, why is anyone, and maybe that's where you, you, some of your curiosity, well, when did this start uh, or what? And I said, well, I was going to talk about my dog, but I guess this is kind of where we've been going. Because uh, I, I don't remember when it started, to be honest with you. Like, I think probably what happened was I watched so much TV as a child. Like, I know they've been talking about, like, they're bringing all these musicals back right on TV and doing them live. 
And I remember watching musicals on t- musical movies, like now they're doing the Grease Alive, right? And I remember watching Grease, and was Popeye a musical, the Popeye movie? I don't know if that was a musical. Uh, but so, I don't know, I watched a lot of TV. I don't know if that had something to do with it. Uh, probably not. I mean, I, I don't know, I guess it's, it's, it's had a fruitful search, uh, why does does a man like listening to Knox? And okay, I can hear you still. You say, okay, you're serious. Your hobby is listening to recorded Knox with your dog. And see, that's a simple way of putting it. I, I say it's so much more than that. Like if you were to say to like some like person that rode across the English Channel, you say your hobby is sitting in a rowboat. And they would, you know, probably say no. Or, you know, if you pulled an NHL All-Star off the ice and you said, okay, so your hobby is ice skating, they, they might they might be, you know, they might say, yes, it is part of my hobby. And you say, actually, no, I get paid hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars a year to do this. Uh, but maybe you talk to somebody that, you know, dreams at the NBA NHL All-Star game. You could say, is your hobby pounding on glass? And they say, no, no, it's the NHL All-Star game. I'm just excited, you know, about this Yamir Yager. He's the best. And they say, yeah, he is the best for sure. And maybe you want me to, like, walk you through, like, a night of knocks, you know. Uh, they say, okay, well, see, there's a lot of different ways. I mean... I mean, I guess that maybe that's a welcome. Maybe let's just do a, like a little role play, uh, a little knock role play, which is weird. Because I guess my other thing, it, maybe this is too early to introduce it, but it's writing erotic knock fiction. Uh, and I guess that's a different pastime, another pursuit. And that's why I was saying Eastern European knocks. That was the one I've been working on for a while. And you might say, okay, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Okay, you can't, can you still explain the knocks? But wait, so you write a not erotic knock fiction? Yeah, well, I guess it's that's maybe, um, you're right. Maybe I should uh, refocus. Uh, I write erotic fiction uh, in a knock-based genre, you know, with uh, uh, not targeted at just, well... Uh, just knack enthusiasts, uh, but using the knacks uh, as, a, as a major plot device, maybe. I don't know how to put it. Um, and I don't know how to explain it. Like, your Eastern, I mean, it's pretty standard. Uh, it's just like uh, Eastern European knacks is about... Uh, well, I can't, I, I can't, because I can't review, it's possibly, you know, it's a sellable piece of material. I mean, I guess you could walk you through some of the plot lines that I rejected, which was one, and this was a tough one, because I probably wrote, you know, it's about plot, plot lines based on spies. Because they said, well, uh, you know, that might be tropey. And you, and then you may, again, part of your brain is trying to say, whoa, wait, wait a second, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, you still, you, you, really, you really listen to Knox as a hobby. To, to this other stuff, really, you're serious. 
Uh, three, if, if A, this could be a SAT question. If A and B are true, uh, tropey question mark, and then some emoji where the emojis, you know, brains melting. So, but yeah, so it spies, as they said, the plot wise, they said, okay, so let me see here, Eastern European. I mean, that was like a, a title that wrote itself, you know, Eastern European Knox. Because I like to have Knox in the title. Like, if, if you listen to the other episode where I talked about it, I was working on Hollywood Knox. And then I had Hollywood Knox 2. I forgot what it was called because it was, you know, the manuscript was lost. Uh, but it was like Knox Red Carpet, something Red Carpet Knox, maybe. Hollywood Knox 2, knocking the Red Carpet, maybe. I can't remember. You know, because they say, well. Uh, but the Eastern European Acts, I said, okay, spy, Cold War, you know, my favorite uh, character to fall in love with, Helena Constantinopolovra. Uh, she could be, should we do noir or, you know, do the reverse, like the sunny side of the, but, but, and that, well, that was another musical totally unrelated to any of this I wrote, sunny side of the Berlin Wall. Uh, I guess I have a fixation on the Cold War and the Berlin Wall. And I was even trying to tell my daughter about the Cold War, and she she looked at me like Koa does sometimes with the knacks. And I said, you'll never know what the you know, Cold War is. And I said, and I said okay, anyway. Uh, you know, I, I tried to avoid any stereotypes about Eastern Europe or... And they say, wait, okay. So I can see you're probably throwing up your hands at this point. Uh, but, pre, you know, I'm taking pre-orders for Eastern European Knox 2, Brezhnev's. And they say, well, that's not Eastern European. And I said, well, yeah, that, you know, that'll force me creatively to, to work with, you know, once I find out who, I know the last name. I think it's the first name is like Leonid. You know, I'll work on that. That'll be more of a political caper, uh, where this is more. You know, it's 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 a, it's a you know discovery pre-order. I'm taking pre-orders. Uh, one, you know, one day. Uh, so, but that's my secondary hobby. But I guess, like, if I was to take you under my wing as a knock listener, you say, okay, let's just stick with the first thing, Scoots, because the second thing, that's just you know. Makes me not, and I say, okay, I, I, you know, I try to just put my private business out there, but I keep it private. That I think I succeeded in that. Don't don't you agree? Uh, but but I think like I don't know if I was just sit listening to Knox with uh, another person. The first question would be like, how do we uh, sit? Because you know we can't if we sit face to face, it might be uncomfortable. Uh, or if we sit side to side, we can't watch each other. Like, I can't watch We'd have to have a friendship to the degree where I could watch your face. Uh, but it wouldn't, without it being uh, awkward or like uh, whatever you call it when you're thinking about being observed. You know, because the dog doesn't mind being, I mean, Nicole watches me probably 80% of the day. Like, she's like, are you going to get, are you going to get, are you about to get some broccoli? And they say, no, no, you just ate broccoli. Oh, you're going to get some broccoli. Great. Are you going to get up and get an hour, you know, take him out for a walk? You say, no, we're, we're, we're about to listen to some knocks. We have a guest here. And me and the guest are trying to, oh, okay, so the bro- you're getting the broccoli. 
I say, okay, that's why I don't start talking to you. I just observe you too. If you see, I'm sitting on the couch, I'm facing the audio stuff, and then Co is here to my left. If you're sitting on the couch to my right, I can't observe you. Uh, but So, yeah, why don't your first round of knocks, you just sit next to me, and you can kind of watch Co. And, and I guess the best thing is just to kick back, maybe lean back. We could keep the lights on or keep them low. Uh, and a good thing is just to start listening and just to, like this podcast, let the knocks come in. You know, I won't actually be playing any knocks tonight. This is just imaginary. You know, I say, just like they're your hot knock. I say, no, no. Uh, uh, but you, you just lie back and you listen to the knocks and you try to, maybe your first round, you just you listen to them and just see what grasps you. Is it is there something about the staccato? Versus, you know, there's something about the pattern. Is there something about the wrapping? About what hand is being used? Is it something about the sound? Is, is there an echo? Uh, do you picture someone, like, would you picture, you hear a certain neck, you picture Draymond Green knocking. I mean, talk about it. That would be great. Because uh, even when he frowns, he seems to be smiling. So it'd be like you open the door to Draymond, and he would have a, probably, probably a pretty good knock because he's got a great personality. Uh, but but you just kick back and you listen. And that might be your first session, you know, you say, and that wouldn't overwhelm you. You know, you say, okay, let's listen to five or six knocks. And you say, you want to go through them again? Do you want me to, to set you up? Uh, you, maybe you want to do, maybe you're into research. You say, you know, the Viennese knacks, you know, let's say we scored some good Viennese knacks. I mean, maybe we could do, maybe this could be something we could do a night, you know, we could have Viennese, uh, cuisine. I mean, I know that, uh, Taster's Choice has a Viennese coffee, but I think that's, a, you know, a load of bologna probably. Uh, you know, more other questions, uh, other questions might be, you know, do you want to, do you want to design your own shorthand? You know, are, are you just taking the impressions in and then, you know, taking, you know, do you want, do you like to sit in like a, a salon style and, you know, we could discuss the knacks, you know, cross our knees, you know, are you more of an inquisitor? And you say, like, you're, uh, you're, you're detectives. Are you, like, an act detective? Uh, or are you, do you want to come up with a system? Like, are you very organized? And this is the great thing about hobbies. You know, especially something open-ended. Like, that's what we say. Why would Scoots, why, why in on any green earth would this guy sit around listening? And they say, isn't it making itself apparent as we talk about it? You know, there's, I guess maybe this is a genesis. There's no wrong way to listen to knocks. And if someone tells you, they say, well, you could take your knocks elsewhere, buddy. Like, I'm going to listen to mine. And my friend here, they can listen in their own way. They can have their own knock response. Uh... Or maybe we could study uh, Morse code. Uh, but I was going to say, if you're really organized, you might want to come up with like a like a like category, like a way of listening to the knocks. And then I think those, you know, when the letters stand for stuff, let's do one. Let's say like uh, 
Everything starts with a hashtag now, and then we'll do T-L-M-E-P. So just write that down on your pad. And you say the pound is the hashtag's the knock, you know, that's similar. The hashtag is like a little bit like a knock, you know. And this was back when I tried, you know, I was trying to get my whole life organized. I said, let me start with the knock. So this was actually the scale I used. Well, I want it to be open, you know, T-L-M-E-P. Uh, so you could say the T, you know, you could you could create your own word for what the T stands for, but you were listening, in the, maybe the first run through, you're listening for the T factor. And that might be tone uh, or tan, tangential. I don't think tangential fits. For me, it was tone. So I would listen for the tone. And you say, well, what does that mean? I said, well, it's open, man. So you say, is it the tone of the door? Is it the tone of the knock? Is it the tone of the strike against the door? Uh, is it, do you get to the point where you can t- detect the tone of the material between, you know, is the door painted? Is it a glossy paint? Is it an enamel paint? Is it matte? Is it a absorb, absorb, you know, does it absorb? Is it like a tone of a misknock because there's some sort of, uh, you know, garland on the door. The person maybe is under the influence. Uh, so you say tone, and then L, you could go with length, uh, which could mean a lot. You could go with, I don't know what other L words would fit if you wanted to plug in your own. I mean, you could use some descriptors with L's, but length, is it a, a long, are they knocking for a long time or a short time? Is it a rap, rap, rap? Is it a rap? And believe me, you might say, no, there's only, well, no, no, no. If you got follow through and pull back versus follow through and just sustained contact, uh, those are different length knocks, in my opinion. And then you get into some fancier words for me. You go M, magnitude, uh, which is, that's what I like to use. But you could use your own word. You could use, uh, and so I say, let's stick with magnitude. Now, magnitude is like kind of like the intensity of the neck. Since it is a strike, it's a, it's quake-like. And even Co and I, we every once in a while, we did go through a streak, and then those jokes wore thin where I was rating the knocks on it. And then I said Richter scale, probably like a 1,000 times too many. I think because I guess maybe I lost my tone, like my magnitude meter. So I say that's a 7.0 on the Richter scale. And then I was saying the Ricker scale from, from Ricky Schroeder. But then even Koa stopped getting, she's like, that, that you know, even dogs didn't get that pop culture reference. I was like, you don't even know who the Ricker is. Uh, so you want to pay attention to your tone, your length, uh, your magnitude, your E. Now you might say, uh, this this one, you, this is where we get into the uh, gray area, the wonderful gray areas of knocking. E, expression. Is there, a, what other expression can you detect in the knock? And you could also, uh, you can use expression and energy because sometimes they say, okay, those, you're right, because there's magnitude and the energy could be different, especially when you really get into this deep, you know. So you say expression energy or or expression and energy, and I think that's kind of self-apparent. Like, like is it a, you know... You know, you're taking these other, and this is a cumulative thing. You're saying you're using those first three, 
And then it's kind of giving you a little bit more. You know, this might be our fourth listen. You say, okay, I do hear some expression or some energy in there. And then you get into P, and this is when you're really digging. You say person, uh, or I guess I don't know. I guess that's what I always say. Okay, because you got to remember, uh, in in a part of uh, really descending into the world of knack loving, is that there's a person on either side of this exchange normally. Now, not always, so that's another thing to keep in mind when you're trying to. Uh, and, and I guess the therapist I see, when I told him all this, he said, and you can't, make, he said, you still don't know, he goes, because I explained this all to him, well, it cost me probably who knows how much money because it took, you know, multiple sessions. But he said, and you still don't think you can feel any empathy or compassion. You don't know what that means. And I said, well, this is imaginary, Doc, you know. Because the person, you really want to put yourself, you could put yourself anywhere. You could be a narrator, you know, third person, first person. But the person, you're trying to imagine everything about them that you can. You know, like I said, Draymond Green is a great example. And for anybody that doesn't know, he's this wonderful basketball player for the Golden State Warriors. Great personality, great player, great effort, love of the game. Uh, dare I say gregarious, and and you could just substitute any gregarious figure knocking on a door. Now, that's a person that cuts a certain style, you know, and so then you could start to make inferences about their body, and if you kind of follow through, you're like, okay, this person's not feeling gregarious. This is a gregarious person, but their knock is not. And, uh, you know, maybe some people want to start making up a, Maybe all these passcodes, you say, no, no, let's just start knock codes. You know, don't get get rid of your ATM and your social security number. You know, because the, all the variables in knocking are also almost endless. Okay, so you, 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 let's let's play it one, third, one, one step further. And let's imagine we're in, uh, we're in London, okay? And I'm going to give you some extra material in order to enrich this, since this is your first round of knocking, and you're not actually going to hear any knocks. You know, I want you to start to picture the richness as it might unfold. So we're listening to a knock, and it's a patter, patter, pitter, 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 patter, pitter, patter, boom, boom, bam. And you see, could you say that again? Excuse me, I said pitter, pitter, patter, pitter, patter, pitter, patter, boom, boom, bam. I think. And you say, okay, t- t- tone. Okay, well, that was, a, that was a wide tone there. And you say, okay, I don't know. Let's listen to it again because I'm saying this tone sounds excited, but you say, yeah, it's a lot in there. There's a, a bunch of different, almost like stanzas of knocks. And you say, yeah, is this iambic noctameter? And you say, no, no, this is, seems like a... a and, you know, instant expression, right? And they say, why do they have a lie detector test? Like, you just have someone knock on a door, you're going to be able to tell. You know, that's why I think these detectives need to get involved. You know, just for the joy of detecting, they could say, ooh, and I have my, you know, and now I know, you know, the garden is a place, you know, whatever they say at the end. The rose petals undid you, ma'am. It really is your knack, but it's more witty if it's the rose petals that undid you.
Okay, so then we go right from tone to length, and we say, okay, there was a lot, of, even within the different pitter-patter, 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 pitter, boom, boom, bend. Like, those are all different lengths, and overall length. I said, okay, this is a long length, but between the tone and the length, it doesn't sound like it's like a questioning knock, like, is anyone home? And it's not necessarily, and it doesn't feel like an aggressive knock. Uh, and you see, there's some excitement in there, but I can't, can't, I can't tell. Okay, let's move on to our next, uh, our next knock qualifier. You know, better, 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 boom, boom, bam. And you say, okay, magnitude. Okay, magnitude kind of goes, but oh wait, yeah, we can. Let's listen, pitter patter, pitter. They got pitter patter. Those magnitudes. You say, okay, wait a second. Is that person, not only are they rapping, I think they may be turning their knuckle on each strike. They're rolling left part of their knuckle, right part. And I say, wow, you're catching on fast. And they're using their, like their front, you know, the front of their hand, those knuckles. I don't know what they're called. The second round of knuckles and not the uh, the fist-based knuckles in there. Okay, there. and I like how you use that word, rapping. That's a good uh, knock word. And yeah, they're going side to side, side to side, better, 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 full, full palm, I think. Oh, oh, huh. Okay, so that's, okay, wait a second. Let's replay that again in the last uh, magnitude scale. You're right, I think that was a palm impact. Huh. And I'm detecting that I, I think I'm picking up like something more than the palm. And I'm pretty sure it's a I I what is it, Apple Watch band or some sort of band. I just I'm thinking that it might be. And then okay, so let's move on next. Okay, we're gathering more here. Energy. Now if we take the things we know now and the fact that we maybe suspect that they're rolling their thing as they're knocking. And then we're considering that as we're playing the energy. Pitter-patter, pitter-patter. Oh, no. Huh. Uh, I'd say we could, we could at least infer that this is a playful energy and an excited energy, possibly. Um, and I say, okay, I say... And so we start to say the person, and we say, okay, well, let me start to listen to it again. Pitter-patter. Those are light pitter-patter. So it does small. It sound like a, fa- a small, it does sound like a smaller hand, but not a children's hand. So maybe a young woman's hand or a, a, a smaller man's hand. And they say, okay, okay. And they say, okay, well, how do you know it's not a child? And I say, well... And this is where experience comes in. I say, well, the lower, the, usually the door, you know, will have a less, uh, I guess if we go to the magnitude and the tone, uh, the lower on the door will usually have a little bit of a different tone. But also it's just something, it does feel advanced. Pitter-patter, pitter-patter, you know, like a child uh, maybe it would be a song at best, but this feels like, Wait a second. Holy moly. You might be onto something. There is something songwriting about this knock. Pitter-patter. Pitter-patter. Boom, boom, huh. 
Wow. Holy, I think we may have just unlocked the knock. Because uh, as I said, this knock came to me from London, and there was a picture of a door, which, you know, because I knew I was going to use this as an example. But I think we can, if I tell you a little bit more about what we know, if we if we go back to the tone and the magnitude and even the length, you see it, it, the door feels like a, it, it's a nice wooden door, solid core, I would say, but with a good coat of paint on it. And, and I actually know for factually that the door is red. And I say, okay, let's return to this person. So they say there is a songy aspect to this, like a chorus, pitter-patter, pitter-patter. Well, not a simple chorus. This could be, is this a poet's knock? I would say, what's a little fast? You see, this is like a poppy knock. I'm not, you know. Uh, So then we go down deeper. We say, okay, this is, and this is a tight chorus pop knock, I would say. Pitter-patter, pitter-patter, uh-uh-uh. So it's, uh, it's, there's something to it. And then we can guess, uh, and again, this is my, you know, this is what it's like with a higher level knock expert. It's It's an Apple Watch. I'm almost positive of that, uh, the band just because they did get my hands on some watch, you know, I, I got, went through a phase. So it's a young, I think it's young because this excitability would be someone feeling young or young, but not a child, probably a young woman. Uh, it's London, a red expensive door wearing probably an expensive watch and the ability to craft a, a pop uh, pop chorus uh, or a hook. I would say this is not, this uh, this hook pitter patter, pitter patter. Uh uh uh. That that that's hooky, you know, in a good way, in a good way. So, hey, are you with me now? We're in London. Now let's take one more step. Okay, and then for again the excitement. Take it all. We're gonna take all of our range now. Uh, you're going to take your tone. The tone is excited, anticipatory, probably. Rushed, but not urgent, uh, I, would, I would guess. The length is long to send a message of excitement, probably, to convey something. Or the internal part of the knocker conveying something that they're not even aware of or that they can, can, can't contain. And I would say that's probably it. That's probably solid. There's something they can't, they're, they're overflowing with some sort of excited, and I'd say a positive excited energy. Uh, the magnitude underlines our previous assumptions about the excitement. It tells us a little bit about the door. And then between the magnitude and the energy uh, and whatever the other E was, uh, we can start to say, okay, this is a, this is a very this is way more complex than we initially thought, and we start to think of a young pop crafter. Now, this isn't someone that just uh, sings songs, but they also craft songs. They're wearing a stylish watch. Maybe it's like some sort of, but, but, but they're into that. 
and they're excited they're in London at an expensive door. And I think you probably figured it out by now. So like, okay, who who could this be? There's very few people, young women. Uh, oh, because because obviously I'm not like it, it wouldn't be as fun, especially to use it to try to entice you into knock enthusiasm if it wasn't someone famous, of course. Uh, but I didn't want to lead with that. I wanted to guide you into this. So it's a famous young woman, we assume. She's somewhere where she's excited and overflowing with anticipation. So it's either an aspect of the situation or her feelings about the situation or her personality or all those things. She's such a crafter of hooks or, or song hooks that she can't even hide that from a person like me, that even her knocks have a, a, a perfectly contained, you know, you could just start writing a song from that, pitter-patter, pitter-patter, boom-boom-bomb. And you see, she's in London, okay, she's going to something, okay, is it a, she's going to see someone, clearly. And if she's that powerful, like if we're starting to infer she's famous and successful, most people would come and see her. And she's wearing an Apple Watch. Maybe that makes her, does that make her more American? I don't know. In this case, it does, you know, as I'm leading you to the answer. You know, in, in a way that you could discover it or, you know, explain it to you. And you say, and this is where you, you, you are you making assumptions or guessing? And they say, well, this is all, I mean, I'm feeling it. And I say, oh, boy, I'm feeling like uh, I'm with her. And then that's when the, he said, this is what empathy. And, and they said, well, no, this is fictional empathy then. Because I'm there, I'm a her, I'm feeling the excitement. And then maybe I'm on the other side of the door feeling. But then I'm like, wait a second, this isn't the excitement of... Uh, of pure romance, there's something else to this. Pitter patter, pitter patter, boom, boom, palm. That last palm. That's a, a palm. It's a push away. You're right. I didn't see that till just now. So it's excited, excited, excited. Playful, playful, playful. Uh, answer the door. Answer the door. But this is my this is my space too. And you say, oh, so this is a this is not a romantic knock. It's a former uh, something, maybe previous lovers meeting, or there's a heartbreak there, maybe. And now you're knowing. You say London, knocking, expensive, and you say Taylor, and they say, is it wasn't it just Harry Styles' birthday? And you say, of course, it's Taylor Swift going to wish happy birthday to Harry Styles. And this is, and yeah, it's like uh, filled with all that extra thing. And all that was just in a knock. You say, Taylor Swift is going to see Harry Styles. Maybe not in, in, in just as a friend, I think. Or maybe not. Or maybe she doesn't know because she's on the journey. Oh, I'm so excited to pitter patter, pitter patter. Boom, boom, nah, I think, and then I say, well, yeah, I'm not a, I listen to the knocks, you know, I don't, I don't write the songs the lovebirds sing, I, I listen to the knocks, the songstrishes knock, 
So I don't know that that's, I mean, I don't think I have to explain it, but then that's why I listen to Knox. You know, it's that simple. Pitter patter, pitter patter, boom, boom, boom. And that's why I love listening to Knox. Thank you, Taylor Swift and Harry Styles. Thank you for that lovely door. Uh, it was a doorway to my favorite hobby, my dog's favorite hobby. And, and I guess you're peering into my soul in some strange way. Good night. Okay, thank you. So I want to thank uh, Gabriella, James E., uh, Jermaine. Uh, I want to thank Capital Yoga. Thank you and good night. Lori, thank you and good night. Veslandia, thank you and good night. Uh, KCG, thank you and good night. Illusionoid Podcast, thank you and good night. Illusionoid Podcast, thank you and good night. Jason S., uh, a year Jason got the runs, uh, thank you and good night. And Jennifer, uh, Daisy E., thank you and good night. Uh, Carrie, thanks for that. Uh, Barbara Bud, thank you and good night. Mary Bass, thank you for that Star Wars crossover and good night. Uh, over on iTunes, I want to thank uh, Pineapple Kitten, who says uh, insomnia. This seems to help my insomnia so far, so I'm glad I stumbled across this podcast. Uh, thank you, Pineapple Kitten. Uh, the longest they've lasted is about 20 minutes. Right, I want to thank all our new patrons. Eric B., thank you and good night. Gustavo B., buddy, thank you and good night. Elizabeth D., thank you and good night. Daniel S., thank you and good night. Victoria C., thank you and good night. David P., thank you and good night. Ariel G., oh, our good friend Ariel, uh, thank you and good night. Patricia L., thank you and good night. Deborah W., thank you and good night. David B., thank you and good night. Jessica J., thank you and good night. Meow Town, thank you and good night. Uh, Lonnie J., uh, thank you and good night. Vanessa E., thank you and good night. Uh, Chewy, thank you and good night. Leonard, thank you and good night. Al, thank you and good night. Uh, Erica H., thank you and good night. Joe G., thank you and good night. Denny, uh, thank you and good night. Uh, Leah B., thank you and good night. Matthew R., uh, thank you and good night. Shibin, thank you and good night. Uh, Judy Q, thank you and good night. Amanda H, thank you and good night. Tom R, thank you and good night. Dawn H, thank you and good night. Alicia uh, B, thank you and good night. Paige S, thank you and good night. Uh, ben M, thank you and good night. Luke R, thank you and good night. Larissa D, thank you and good night. Uh, Cynthia, thank you and good night. Christine D, thank you and good night. Jennifer F., thank you and good night. Mary P., thank you and good night. Jessica H., thank you and good night. Uh, Sally, thank you and good night. T, with a T, thank you. T, with a double T, with with two E's, thank you and good night. Ryan S., uh, thank you and good night. Uh, Thomas C., thank you and good night. Uh, Brandon, thank you and good night. Uh, Ruth, thank you and good night. Chris with two M's, thank you and good night. Michael, thank you and good night. Emily B, thank you and good night. Stacy G, thank you and good night. Kate D, thank you and good night. 
Uh, Danielle D, thank you and good night. Jennifer R, thank you and good night. Tamara, thank you and good night. Uh, Caitlin, thank you and good night. Becky, thank you and good night. David M, thank you and good night. Uh, Jamie C, thank you and good night. Erica L, thank you and good night. Carrie J, thank you and good night. Uh, Sarah M, thank you and good night. Dara, thank you and good night. Uh, Mead HBH, thank you and good night. Uh, Jeannie, thank you and good night. Uh, Josh, thank you and good night. Ryan, uh, thank you and good night. Melissa P, thank you and good night. Caroline, thank you and good night. Francis, thank you and good night. Shubber, thank you and good night. Uh, Jennifer B, thank you and good night. Uh, Sam R, uh, thank you and good night. Uh, Zine K, thank you and good night. Paul G, thank you and good night. Uh, over on PayPal, I want to thank Mary K, uh, thank you and good night. James T, thank you and good night. Uh, Jamie H, thank you and good night. Annie K, thank you and good night. Uh, Teresa B, thank you and good night. Matt C, thank you and good night. Laura L, thank you and good night. Jennifer D, thank you and good night. Uh, Pat, uh, Patricia M, thank you and good night. Constance C, thank you and good night. Larissa G, thank you and good night. Maxine H, thank you and good night.